Ben for hosting once again. You should only make simchas in this house. First of tons and tons and tons of simchas, you should have a bayis malis simcha. You should say l'chaim in here often. Drink a lot of wine. Yeah. So everyone knows that the Hanukkah always falls out in Parshas Miketz, and there's tons of ramazim. Only? Never. It's impossible. You can have two. You have two. But only? It's in your father's book, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, so besides... Next year, very few years, we actually lay in that player of Miketz. Of Miketz, really? Next year. Okay. There are. Okay, fine. Besides the Tavayach, Tavach, Vahach, and there has to be something more fundamental that connects Parshas Miketz and Parshas Vayeshev and Parshas Vayigash, the Parshas of Yosef, to Hanukkah. What is it? It's like this. In the beginning of the parsha, the Torah tells us, Yosef tells Pare about his dreams. Since the dream was repeated, it's going to happen immediately. And the Svarim Taka say that the years of plenty started immediately. Yosef said, a repeated dream is going to be carried out immediately. Now this is the most schwerest thing I heard today. The Gemara Brachas learns out that a person can wait up to 22 years for a dream to happen. How do we know this from Yosef? The Yosef had a dream that his brothers would need to bow to him, and it took 22 years to fulfill. So the Gemara learns from Yosef that a dream that happens does not happen immediately, does not get fulfilled, does not become even a true dream. I feel Chalei Memes doesn't happen immediately. In fact, it can take up to 22 years. How do we know this from Yosef? Now, Yosef's dream was repeated. He had the dream with the Kechavim, and he had the dream with the wheat. Yosef's dream was repeated and took 22 years to happen. And here's Yosef telling Parai, I know dreams. If the dream was repeated, it's going to start immediately, and so it did. What is Pshat? What's the Pshat? How could Yosef say that? The answer is, of course Yosef only knew this in retrospect, but Sometimes, just because a decision was made and the gears started moving for something to happen, it still could take many years. For instance, let's say we decide we're going to build a huge building. A big building. So we need to file for permits. We need to do a land use study. We need to do a water management study. We need permits. We need all sorts of things to happen that eventually, years down the road, this beautiful edifice will be built. Yes, it was decided today. Yes, it's in effect now. But you're not going to see anything for years. And that's what happened to Yosef. He didn't realize it at the time. At the time, he just had a dream that he's going to be a ruler, a leader, and everyone's going to have to bow to him. 
But how does a little boy, a nar from Canaan, become the vice king in Mitzrayim? Well, he has to get Shemush in royalty. How's he going to do that? He has to hang out by Paitifar. Well, how's he going to get to Paitifar? He has to be sold to Mitzrayim. Well, how's he going to be sold to Mitzrayim? He has to get in a fight with his brothers. Well, how's he going to learn how to negotiate the politics in Mitzrayim? Well, he has to learn how to deal with people that aren't necessarily out for his good. So he encountered his brothers. They threw him in a pit. He got sold. He ended up in Paitifar's house. And it all worked out and he became king. Only then did Yosef Chab that yes... My dream was repeated. My dream was repeated and it went into effect immediately. A dream that's repeated happens immediately. Yosef knew this from, him, from himself retroactively. And that's what Yosef is telling Pare. Yosef is teaching us that just because things are bleak, just because you're in the hole, it doesn't mean progress is not being made. In fact, all of Yosef's progress was made while in the pit. We see this again in this week's Parsha. Yosef has two kids in Mitzrayim. He has his first son, He called his first son Menashe, Kinoshani. Menashe, Nashani is translated by most people as forgotten. HaKadosh Baruch Hu allowed me to forget everything I knew and allowed me to forget my father's house. Now, one second. Can this be for one minute? I mean, I understand in order for Yosef to move forward, he needed to sort of forget. He needed to move past what was. He needed to get over the fact, no, I'm not home anymore. And forgetting is a coping mechanism. So I understand where people are going with this, that Yosef needed to forget what was in order to make progress. But really, are you going to name your first kid your coping mechanism? You know, it's been rough for me. Bar Hashem, I found a way to cope, and I'm calling my first son Jack Daniels. Because that's how I've learned to cope. Bar Hashem, imagine where I would be without it. So I'm calling my first kid you know, Prozac. Is that really, is that really what Yosef is saying? Baruch Hashem, I have a coping mechanism. I'm able to get past that. My father, I'm able to cope by wiping it out, by having selective amnesia, menasha, forgetfulness. How can that be? That's what you name your first kid? Shamshan Rafal Hirsch says, and beside, he asks another kasha. We say by Gid Anasha, Rashi says, what's Lashen Gid Anasha? Gidanosha means, Rashi says, Gidanosha means it was moved, it was changed, it was taken over. What, is that, what does that have to do with forgetting? How does the Gidanosha mean? It doesn't mean forgetting, it can't mean forgetting. That can't be what Yosef called Menasha. Says Rav Shem Shofar Hirsch, we know that Noshani is another word. The word for a balchayv, the word for a debtor in the Torah is Noshe. Noshani means forget as in turned into a debt. 
Says Rav Shamshafar Hirsch, Menashe is named by Yosef saying, I'm in debt to my family. Who caused me through the tsaris, through the fact that they threw me in a pit and sold me to Mitzrayim, HaKadosh Baruch Hu caused me to be in debt for them. Once again, we see that Yosef realized that progress is made not in good times, progress is made in the worst of times. And this was Yosef's existence. In fact, I made an observation. I haven't checked thoroughly yet, but we know that Yosef is referred to constantly as Ishmatzliach. I think every single time it refers to Yosef as being Matzliach or Ishmatzliach or Kihitzliach like Kim or Kihitzliach Hashem, it was every single time when, Menashe, when Yosef was in a trouble, when Yosef was in jail, when Yosef was in was by Petifar's house, when Yosef was in jail, every single time it calls Yosef an Ishmatzliach, it's when he was in a bad, bad way. You know why? Because for you to be Matzliach when times are good, you're not an Ishmatzliach. Everyone's Matzliach when times are good. That's nothing special. For you to be an Ishmatzliach, for you to be somebody who has an edge, who has something over anyone else, an Ishmatzliach, you have to capitalize on the good times. And that's Yosef. Yosef taught us from how he talked to Parah, from how he named this kid, from how the Torah calls him an Ishmatzliach. Yosef tells us that progress is made. Great people are made not from good times. Great things are made in the worst of times. Great strides are made. What proves a person, what makes a person, is the worst of times, not the best of times. And if you think about it, that's Hanukkah. Hanukkah is the yontif that happens only in the winter. Hanukkah is the yontif that happens in Yavon, ze Cheshech, Cheshech, ze Yavon. Hanukkah is the ability to cast light, to throw light within darkness. Hanukkah shows us that we can be great. In fact, the morale says that it's incongruous that Nisim happened with regularity until Hanukkah and then stopped cold turkey for the rest of history. How can that be? It doesn't make sense. It's not symmetrical for Nisim to just stop. Says the morale, you know why? Because the Nase Hanukkah is still going on. Like Rabbi Venden says, the biggest Nase in Klaus's history isn't Kriyas Yamsuf or Mohammed Amalek. It's the fact that we're still around. It's our ability to thrive in the darkness, which is Mamish the Yontif of Hanukkah, what the Maral says. And that's the connection between Hanukkah and Parshas Vayeshev, Miketz, and Vayigash. And that's why Hanukkah always happens in these Parshas. Because Yosef in these weeks shows us that progress isn't made in the best of times. Anyone can make progress in the best of times. What makes you an Ishmat Sliach, what makes you great, what makes us great, what makes Klai Yisrael great, the Ness of Hanukkah is the ability to throw light on Chayshech Zayavon. And that's greatness. Yeah, yeah, yeah.